Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's this week's episode. Welcome, everyone, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. I'm Jessie Ledoux McMullen, Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching, and I'm joined by Miss America 2018, Cara Mund. Today, we're discussing the life and journey of Valentina Sanchez. Cara, set the stage for us. When you think of pageant powerhouses, which countries come to mind? Probably the Philippines. Venezuela, Colombia, and the USA, just to name a few. What if we told you that there's a queen who's had the honor of competing in not one, but two of these countries? This competitor would be none other than Venezuelan-American beauty queen, Valentina Sanchez. Originally from Orange County, California, Valentina spent a few years living in the United States before moving to Venezuela. With a culture that praises pageantry, it's no surprise that Valentina got her start in Venezuela. Even at an early age, those around her could tell that Valentina was made for the pageant stage. In 2011, Valentina won the title of Teen Model Nueva Esparta, allowing her to advance to the national competition. A foreshadowing of future success, Valentina captured the title of Teen Model Venezuela 2011. Shortly after winning this national title, Valentina moved back to the United States. Now she was back living in New Jersey, Valentina decided to try her hand at the Miss Universe organization. Although she wasn't old enough to be a Miss, Valentina had the opportunity to compete for the title of Miss New Jersey Teen USA, and in 2014, she decided to give it a go. Even though most contestants return year after year in an effort to win their dream title, Valentina was new to the New Jersey pageant circuit. However, there were a few things about Valentina that made her stand out from the competition and her styling and her story. When most people envision a green gown on stage, they immediately picture a redhead like Alyssa Campanella, Miss USA 2011, worth a Google. I mean, we can't deny that red hair looks gorgeous against a green gown, but blondes or brunettes should experiment with it too, and that's exactly what Valentina did. And I'd like to pause for a side note, because Steven knows this is one of my biggest pet peeves. It is my greatest wish that redheads in pageantry stop wearing green. And the reason isn't that you don't look amazing in green, because you do. But if I see 10 redheads in a pageant, eight of them wear green dresses. There are so many other colors that look amazing on you. If you're a redhead listening, Google celebrities that have a similar red tone as you. So some of my favorites to look up are Isla Fisher, Jessica Chastain, Bryce Dallas Howard, and I like to see what their professional stylist put them in. And occasionally they'll put them in a green, but most of the time it's amazing colors like fuchsia, red, yellow, turquoise. The list goes on of colors that you can wear as a redhead. Please stop wearing green. I made the same mistake. I had auburn hair when I was in high school, box dyed, but auburn ride or die. And in my high school graduation photo, I had a green I had a green outfit on because I Googled what colors look great on red hair and green comes up every time. So that is my 50,000th PSA for redheads to wear other colors and green in a pageant. Because if a judge, if a judge judges several times, 
it'll start to become so cliche that I'll expect it. Wow them in a different color. That's my, I, I'll get off the soapbox now, but it drives me crazy. <laughs> I have never thought of that. And you're so right. I'm thinking back to, you know, some of my favorite redhead competitors and I'm thinking of them in green. That always, it, I, always. Yes. It's such a good point that I've never thought of. Oh, so new colors. Yes. Yes. I'm even thinking like turquoise, like you said, or, or like a teal. Oh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it would really be a, a shocking element to the stage. I love For it. For sure. I think people are so afraid of the red clashing with the color that they're afraid to pick a color. Not the case. Um, I, I was watching, I'm big on TikTok. I love TikTok. And I saw a, a woman on TikTok. She said, you know, if you can't afford to have a professional stylist, find a celebrity that looks similar to you in color and features and see what they're put in because they do have a stylist that they pay for. So you can get all of their tips for free just by following along and see what they are wearing in events. And I was like, you know what, for redheads, that's the next best thing. So if you are a redhead and you cannot afford a personal stylist, follow every redhead you can that's a celebrity on social media and see what colors they're put in most regularly and you will be good to go. I, I love that. That is such great advice. I've also never thought of that. So mm -hmm. now I'm going to have to think of all these celebrities that I kind of resemble. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and, and do that for a uh, free stylist. I love it. Um, so when competing at Miss New Jersey Teen USA 2014, Valentina wore a beautiful emerald gown that absolutely glowed against her blonde hair and tanned skin. With her height like hers, and did we mention that Valentina is 5 foot 11 inches? Ooh. She seriously gave off an Amazonian goddess vibe. And even though she obviously looked the part, Valentina's qualifications for the crown went much further. She's only a senior at the time at Manasquan High School. That Valentina was already a suicide prevention advocate who had traveled statewide to promote a cause that had personally impacted her life. By the time she was 16, Valentina had lost two important women in her life to suicide, her mother and grandmother. Valentina explained that both of the stories are a little different. My grandmother got depressed after she lost her husband, my grandfather, and then decided to take her own life. But my mom's story was a little different. She struggled with a very severe depression for about eight years or so. She tried to take her own life three times. And finally, on June 20th, 2011, the day after my 16th birthday, she took her own life. These tragic losses inspired Valentina to become an advocate and to pursue pageantry as both a platform and a distraction. She explained that pageants were kind of how everything came together. I was getting ready for my first national pageant when I lost my mom, but then we found a letter that my mom left me. She said goodbye, but also took the time to tell me that she wanted me to do the pageant. By sharing her story on the pageant stage, Valentina was able to chip away the stigma surrounding mental health struggles while honoring the memory of her mother and grandmother. She stated, I feel pageants are a way for me to stay connected with my mom. If anybody listening to me right now is struggling with mental illness, I just want them to know that they cannot be replaced. They'll be taking a piece of the hearts of the people that love them the most. Take it from me. So this brings me to a really powerful coaching moment. I work with a lot of contestants that choose really challenging platforms like suicide prevention, like depression, like um, 
cultural awareness, etc. And a lot of those people who choose those platforms choose them because they have a direct story like Valentina does in this instance. And I'm always amazed that when I dive into pulling out the pieces of why do they want to win their title or what would their impact be as a title holder, they shy away from really diving into the story. Like, well, I'm not really comfortable talking about it. And I really encourage contestants to be brave and you will make your impact within the community of your platform that you've chosen to, to move forward with by opening yourself up and showing the parts that are not necessarily glamorous. And that's what makes a difference because the people that are in, in being impacted by your platform that are not in pageantry, their side's not glamorous either. And you are going to actually create a barrier if you're not willing to expose yourself to them. So don't be afraid to dive into your story. And I, I teach clients through what I call the kindergartner effect. And if they say, well, I want to make a difference. I say, how? And then they say, well, I'm going to tell my story. Where? And then we wear, I said, well, how are you going to find those places? And I just keep asking them those simple question words, much like Cara, I'm sure you know some kindergartners that are inquisitive and they ask those questions nonstop. Why? How? Who? And then you just get to the bottom of it. So every time you answer a question, follow it up with your own question word and say, okay, what more can I say about this? What more detail? What more specifics? What more story? Because if you are ignoring your story, you're missing the opportunity to not only project yourself as an impactful title holder, but to make the impact your goal is on your goal is by being a title holder in the first place. So don't sell yourself short. You have to dive in and sometimes it's not pretty. Absolutely. And with topics like this that are are difficult to discuss, who better to shine a spotlight on it than someone who's experienced it firsthand? And, you know, it is it is so crucial. It's it's hard, it's vulnerable. It at times feels like a very a very raw moment because you're going through it yourself, but it really brings light and hope and inspiration to others who who don't have that platform or who don't feel like they have someone who can talk who they can talk to about it. Um so you know, I think it is so important and so courageous that she has shared her story, especially so shortly after she went through it herself. Um, so, and yeah, and with with her eye catching style and the vulnerability we just talked about, her having the guts to to showcase and her story, she showed the judges that she deserved to be Miss New Jersey Teen USA. And on her first attempt, she captured the crown, and I'm sure her mother. And her grandmother were looking down on her with such pride and um, were just so, so proud of everything she was able to accomplish. Absolutely. And Valentina now had the opportunity to compete at her second national pageant, the Miss Teen USA. On August 2nd, 2014, she joined 50 other teen queens in the Bahamas for the competition. And I actually remember following that competition that year. Um, I, I think I had competed in Teen USA around around that time. And so so I was following. And I'm just thinking back the fact that we are so similar in age and she was going through this and, um, you know, was so vulnerable at that time. Um, it's just, it's inspiring. Yeah. And the fact that you remember it says a lot about her as a competitor. Absolutely. 
Though known for being bold, Valentina's wardrobe was brighter and better than ever. And during the swimsuit competition, keep in mind, Miss Teen USA didn't switch over to fitness wear until 2016. Valentina brought Elle Woods vibes to the stage and she chose a fuchsia bikini and she was able to perfectly complement her blonde locks and complexion with that choice. Oh, I love that. And I bet you she looked fabulous in that pink. Mm-hmm. So when it came to her evening gown, Valentina explored the opposite side of the color wheel and chose a gown that was quite different from her state gown. You guessed it. She wore red and you are right. <laughs> paired paired with an umpier silhouette, the power color made Valentina appear confident while gracing the Miss USA stage. Clearly the judges were impressed because by the end of the night, Valentina was called into the top five and placed as the fourth runner up. And I did Google her dress and it is absolutely teen perfection because a lot of people tend to wear red and it overwhelms them or projects too much confidence. And the elements of her dress, so if you are um, on the fence about wearing red or not and you feel like um, your personality might be too strong to wear red because mine certainly is, but there are elements of her choice that are so soft. So the Ampere waist is great for a teen and it's so nice and flowy and it's got these really delicate um, beaded sleeves that are just perfect. So you nailed it, girl. Nailed it. After her impressive finish, Valentina decided to shift her focus to academia and began attending Monmouth University, where she started pursuing a degree in foreign languages with a concentration in Spanish and communications. And although Valentina had a lot on her plate while attending school, she couldn't shake her passion for pageantry. And in September of 2019, she announced that she would be competing for the title of Miss New Jersey USA. Two months later, Valentina returned to the pageant stage representing Asbury Park. Just like her past performance at Miss Teen USA, Valentina wore a fuchsia bikini during the swimsuit competition. And hey, if it works, it works. (laughs) This color still looked stunning against her blonde hair and really stood out against the dark backdrop. For the evening out competition, however, Valentina decided to try something new. Instead of going for her usual bright and bold color choice, Valentina opted for a navy blue off-the-shoulder mermaid gown with a cape. We know it may seem like there's a lot going on by that description, but this gown looked absolutely elegant. And it also speaks to her being so intuitive as she transitioned from a teen to a miss because she probably was on the younger side of the miss delegates. And that therefore, if she had gone with a bright color, um, it may have emphasized how young she was. So good call, sis. Absolutely. With a strong performance and stellar wardrobe, Valentina breezed her way to the top five with some of the most competitive contestants we have seen in years. At the end of the night, Valentina had a strong finish, placing as the second runner-up. And with the ultimate goal of competing for Miss Universe, Valentina wasn't going to give up her chance to reach the pageant of her dreams. Deciding to go with the choice that scares you the most, because that's the one that's going to help you grow, Valentina decided to compete in Miss Venezuela 2020. And that is an amazing coaching moment inspired by Valentina. It's don't play it safe. I have seen so many contestants go to the next level of a pageant and come back so much stronger. They might not have won that next level pageant, but they learned so much. And I have a specific example, a contestant in New York, she competed for the state Miss America pageant year after year, 
had a bomb talent, used to win talent like every year. And she was consistently like top 10 talent winner or the highest she ever was was fourth runner. That year, do you remember the National Sweetheart pageant card? Did you ever have to go or get, the, I shouldn't say you have to go. Did you ever have the opportunity to go? So the one year I could have gone, um, they no longer allowed it. And so I was looking so forward to it. That was something I wanted to do, um, kind of on my bucket list. And I unfortunately was not able to, but I have followed it. And so many women talk about how great of an experience it was. Yeah. So for those that aren't familiar, for many, many years, the um, the Sweet Corn Festival, in, is it in Indiana or Illinois? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember exactly where it is. It's in an amazing little community and they celebrate this pageant so much. And it was traditional um, back then before, um, was that 20? What year, car would that have been for you? Um, let's see. It would have been the 2016 title. So it was the year before I won Miss North Dakota. That year before I was first runner up. So I would have had the opportunity to go. Got it. So it was like 2014, 2015. So until point, it was traditional for the first runner-ups of Miss America State pageants to go compete at this pageant. It was called the National Sweetheart Pageant. And Cara already mentioned that contestants have an amazing experience because there's no pressure. You're just there learning from each other, supporting each other. You get like a mini Miss America experience because you are the heroes of this festival. So this contestant that I was referring to from New York, she was fourth runner up. And that year, either contestants aged out, they weren't going to compete again, and they passed up the opportunity. And it got to this contestant and she went. And I think she did place in the top 10 at, at National Sweetheart, but I'm not exactly sure. But oh my gosh, when she came back, she was a changed contestant, wardrobe on point. She chopped her hair off. She looked Miss America ready and she never would have, I, I shouldn't say never, but she likely wouldn't have had that transformation had she not pushed herself to compete at a national level. So if you are kind of stuck in a rut and you're having a difficult time achieving your dream title and you've gone after it a couple of years now, Push yourself somewhere else. Get an at-large title to a national pageant. Give it a try. See what you learn. See what you experience. Put yourself out there because it it will help you a thousand times over. Absolutely. And the National Sweetheart Pageant is still running. Uh, so I do want to put a plug in for them because I have heard about how such a remarkable experience it is. And I know so many women who had the opportunity to go to National Sweetheart, met one another, really formed those connections, and then went to Miss America together. Mm -hmm. And they already kind of had that advantage of, of knowing a few contestants. Um, so it's still around. Look into it if you're interested. I think their age um, cap has gone up to age 27. Ooh. So Yes, yes. So definitely something that I think if, if you're interested, definitely pursue it. Um, but I can't agree more with this advice. And one of my favorite quotes, I think I've said it before in the podcast, is that experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. And playing it safe, although, you know, it, it, it may feel more comfortable, is never going to challenge you or, or never give you those type of experiences that really allow you to grow. So your advice, Jesse, is, is so on point. So it's in Hoopston, Illinois. So that's the little community it's in that is so amazing. You watch the videos they do with Show Us Your Shoes. They were doing Show Us Your Shoes even when Miss America was not doing Show Us Your Shoes. So, so yeah. many traditions were kept alive by the National Sweetheart pageant. And I, in my quick little Google search here, five National Sweetheart winners have gone on to win both their state and the Miss America title. Yes, 
Yes. Uh, and, and I, so many women talk about how they felt so well prepared. And I think too, you know, when you, when you go on that national stage, once you've already challenged yourself, if you've already experienced that national experience, those initial nerves and, and jitters aren't there because you've already done it. You've already succeeded. You've already, you know, but you've already proved to yourself, like I can do this. Um, and so those contestants really did have an advantage, um, compared to those who, who didn't have that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so that's a key key coaching moment. Push yourself. I mean, I can even remember when I went to watch Miss America once, I stayed in a hotel room like four other contestants. It was when it was in Vegas, so it wasn't as convenient for, for me to go to New Jersey. Um, or it was more convenient for me to go to New Jersey. So Vegas, it was four of us in a room in Vegas to watch Miss America. It was the year Mallory won. And even just being together in that room, seeing how each other does our hair... I, I like specifically went out and bought a curling wand after that weekend. I was like, oh my gosh, your hair looks amazing. And she taught me how to do it. So just exposing yourself to being around other contestants and being willing to learn from each other is the best. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I remember in our group chat of Miss America contestants, we'd always put in like, what's the best tanner? What's the best, you know, <laughs> um, all, all the tips, because who better to ask than other women who are in a similar position to you that know, you know, what you're looking for. So that is such great advice as well. Um, so after flying to Venezuela to prepare for the competition, Valentina was awarded the title of Miss Nueva Esparta and joined 21 other contestants who were vying for the title. As anyone can imagine, Miss Venezuela is a tough competition. Not only does this pageant award three national titles, which means that there's a lot more at stake, but they are truly looking for the best of the best, someone who has it all. With an impressive national track record, Venezuela doesn't come to play, and you can seriously tell when you look over it throughout their title holders. And while getting ready for Miss Venezuela, there was one major thing that Valentina had to keep in mind. This year, the pageant would be virtual. Even though she was a seasoned competitor, this was brand new territory for Valentina. Going into Ms. Venezuela, Valentina knew that she had to give it her all. Since each of the contestants wore matching floral swimsuits, Valentina knew that she would need to stand out in her evening gown. When it came to designing her dream dress, Valentina turned to Venezuelan designer Nita Saab Atelier. Going for something completely different, Valentina wore a heavily beaded strapless blue gown with a sheer skirt. This gown was absolutely Miss Universe caliber, and Valentina looked as if she was already on the international stage. During the pre-taped virtual finale, Valentina's impressive performance was made clear as she was continuously called into the next phases of competition. Finally, they were down to the final five and... No surprise, Valentina was included in this group. Although Valentina made it to the very end of the competition, she ultimately did not walk away as Miss Venezuela. And while she was understandably disappointed, she used this opportunity to share some words of wisdom. Just a disclaimer, this message was originally shared out in Spanish, but we're going to read a translation for you so you can understand just how gracefully Valentina walked away from her Miss Venezuela experience. So Cara... Hopefully this does your high school Spanish the best it could have been. <laughs> yes, she stated how hard it is to face the reality that something you've dreamed of for so long is just not for you, she explained. The dream of competing for the honor of representing Venezuela always seemed so far away. And now in the blink of an eye, my journey to Ms. Venezuela has come to an end. 
I said it before, but my commitment to this cause of being a mental health advocate, that's what she's referring to, goes beyond a crown. So can you only compete for Miss Venezuela once, I wonder? Yes, I wonder. Hmm. Um, hmm. We'll have to look up. Yeah, and it's it's a tough realization when, when you know that that's, that's the end. Yes. Um, but she continued on with her comments. Yes, she said, if my participation managed to change the perception of at least one person about mental health or managed to bring hope to someone who felt lost, then it was worth it. At the end of the day, the biggest prize is in my heart. It's your love and the opportunity to have been Nueva Esparta in the eyes of the world. So what's next for Valentina? At only 24, she has a few more years of competing if she chooses to do so. Do you think we'll see her as a future Miss New Jersey USA pageant contestant? Hmm, We just might. So if you would like to be featured as a contestant for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special. Then email support at Pageant Planet with the podcast feature so we can review your profile. We will let you know after you submit if you are scheduled. And a special thank you to Katarina Cataclitas for doing the research for this week's podcast. And thank you for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or from ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It may seem like a small action, but it really helps us keep the show going. Until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.